Thank you for joining us for another strategic word. Network Edification is committed to the advancement of the kingdom in all spheres through the ministry of God's word, leadership development and church planting. Get ready to be enlightened. Let's pray. We're going to pray and lift up our voices. Father, we thank you for your word in Jesus' name. Thank you for the entrance of your word. It brings light. It brings understanding. And we pray today that by your spirit that you would help us to establish truth in your name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen and amen and amen. We Today we want to quickly get into um, the word and we're going to be looking at Christ the healer. We're going to be looking at Christ the healer and um, we want to establish this as part of our Jesus series the past two weeks past the last he excellently brought the word of god to us uh pastor pastor making victory should we say <laughs> okay also brought the word of god to us so we're so grateful um i i want us to really establish this i i know that this is such a interesting season um, uh, across the nations of the earth globally speaking with what's going on with COVID-19 so I feel like um, this message is relevant to um, not just you know to the everyday everyday life of the believer but also is relevant to you know this season and what God will do okay so we're going to look at a number of scriptures and then i will establish some very very important facts um, for us okay i want us to turn our bibles to the book of luke chapter 5 luke chapter 5 and we'll be reading from um verse verse 1 luke chapter 5 um very very significant sorry did i say verse 1 <laughs> one second okay thank you holy spirit Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah, we'll be reading from verse 1. The Bible says that a few days later, Jesus went back to Capernaum. And when the people heard that he was home, uh, thank you, Holy Spirit. And when the people uh, when the people heard that he was home, they gathered in such large numbers that there was no more room, not even outside the door as Jesus spoke the word to them. Now, the Bible says, then a paralytic was brought to him, carried by four men, since they were unable to get Jesus through the crowd. They uncovered the roof above him, made an opening, and lowered the paralytic on the mat. When Jesus saw their faith, I want us to, um, I want us to really understand that and when Jesus, <laughs> I saw, I'm seeing your, your comments, but I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> When, when Jesus saw their faith, I love the fact that Jesus saw their faith. He said, son, your sins are forgiven. But some of the scribes were sitting there and thinking in their hearts, why does this man speak like this? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God? At once, Jesus knew in his spirit that they were thinking this way within themselves. Why are you thinking these things in your heart? He asks, which is easier to say to a paralytic, your sins are forgiven, or to say, uh, get up, pick up your mat and walk. But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on the earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I tell you, get up, 
pick up your mat and go home. And immediately the man got up, picked up his mat and walked out in front of them. And as a result, they were all astounded and glorified God saying, we have never seen anything like this. Someone type immediately, immediately or shout immediately. Someone shout immediately. Yeah, what we're looking at the subject of Christ, the, uh, the healer. And um, I love, I love what, what it is that Jesus did here um, because he, he really established a very, very clear theology for, for healing. I want you to also look at the book of Exodus chapter 15 from verses 26 to 27. Exodus 15, 26 to 27. Exodus 15, 26 to 27. The Bible says, God speaking to Israel, I said, and he said that if you will diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord your God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give air to his commandments and keep all his statutes. I will put none of these diseases upon you, which I have put upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that heals you. I want you to underline, I am the Lord that heals you. I am the Lord that heals you. And they came to Elim, where, where, uh, where were 12 wells of water and three score and uh, 10 palm trees, and they camped uh, there by the waters okay the subject we're sharing today is it, it can be sometimes very sensitive i want to talk to you from my heart today um as we do this it can be sometimes sensitive because in trying to um pursue what i believe is the best of god for us and the design of god for us in health um people have been often left condemned for not having uh, enough faith, you know, um, to experience divine healing or divine health. I make that distinction between divine healing and divine health. Divine healing, I look at as um, what happens, what you experience. Divine health, I look at as what you have in your life consistently. Now, um, it's it's a very it's a very interesting subject, basically, but. It's important to know from God's perspective, and I suppose this is the essence of knowing Christ as the healer. If you look at the scriptures, the thing that Jesus did the most was teach the word and preach the word. That was what he did the most. But after that, the second notable thing that Jesus did was that he started to perform miracles, and notably, a lot of those miracles were healing related in the book of in the book of um luke and in the book of acts well most especially in the book of acts the book of luke and acts um written by uh, by uh, dr luke basically um who possibly because of his own exposure to um his practice took a, a clear interest in practical christianity and um i love the fact that in the book of acts uh, he says the things Jesus began to teach and to do, the things Jesus began to teach and to do. So the things that Jesus taught was regarding the kingdom. The things that he did was miracles that revealed the supernatural nature of the kingdom. So after teaching, the next thing that Jesus did in the book of John, the Bible says that if we were to write the amount of miracles, 
that Jesus did, the word says that we would not have enough room to enough books in the world to be able to contain it. This lets us know how Jesus um, not just only moved in the miraculous, but how Jesus prioritizes healing and health. Jesus went about, the Bible says in the book of Acts 10, 38, that how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and power, and he went about doing good, healing those that were oppressed of the devil. How God, Acts 10, 38, how God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and power. He went about doing good. The word calls healing the revelation of the goodness of God. Jesus went about doing good and then healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Okay, so I want us to really, really bear these things in mind. Um, um, so there's some things we're gonna we're gonna look at today. Um, things like um, the role of of faith in healing, but that's gonna come a little bit later. Hopefully, I'm able to rescue some of my time. Okay, uh, we're going to look like uh, look at things like. Um, um, is healing for everybody, is healing for everybody. Okay, we're going to look at that. We're going to look at divine health. We're going to look at divine health in this Christ, the healer uh, teaching. Now, it's amazing in the book of um, uh, uh, Luke, the, the scripture we read, uh, Jesus Jesus is, um, you know, a, in his, is in Capernaum, and this guy walks up to him who needed uh, healing who was essentially crippled couldn't work and Jesus looked at him and said something so interesting he said to him instead of saying that you were healed Christ the healer said to him your sins are forgiven the religious people were so mad and they were so upset because they were thinking who are you to have the power to forgive sins now Jesus was able to discern the heart. Someone shout discernment. Okay, I want you to stay connected. Shout discernment or type discernment. Jesus was able to discern their hearts. And when Jesus discerned their hearts, Jesus said to them that which one is easier? Is it easier to heal the sick or is it easier to say your sins are forgiven? This question um, has theologically uh, troubled me for some time because I've thought, Mm, this is interesting. Like, which one now? Uh, there's, there's a two-fold angle to this. Jesus said, is it easier for me to say your sins are forgiven or is it easier to say be healed? Now, it depends on who's answering the question. To the um, unregenerated, because we know that we are like God, so we think like God. So if we take we don't want to take that out of, out of the equation, but if we, if, we, if we for a moment think that without God, the unregenerated man would think that it is easier to say your sins are forgiven than to say be healed. And the reason is this is because in the carnal mind, um, um, forgiveness of sins doesn't need an instant outward manifestation. There's no embarrassment whatsoever to that. But if you say be healed and then there is no healing, um, um, you can't get embarrassed. And to be fair, I really think that that is one of the reasons why in the body of Christ over the past few years, yes, we have become more aware of the prophetic and all those things. But I really, really feel that the place of 
um, of, of, of divine healing and divine health has been lost, but it is in the Christ. I begin to show you very soon when the Bible says that Jesus bore on him our infirmities. Okay, but what I want you to understand um, clearly is from, from the unregenerated man, the idea of saying um, uh, your sins are forgiven is a lot easier than saying be healed. But from God's perspective, from God's perspective, in the light of what salvation costs God, it, is, it, it was more difficult. <laughs> it was more difficult. Salvation was more difficult. And I'll explain to you why it was more difficult. Not because God cannot do any, everything, or God, not because God cannot do everything. It, it's more difficult because, it was more difficult rather, because um, of what it costs God. Father, Father, why have you forsaken me? So from God's perspective, salvation was the, uh, was the weightier matter. It was the weightier matter. It was the more difficult thing to accomplish. But from the unregenerated man's perspective, healing would have been the more difficult thing. Okay, now, this establishes a very, very clear theology because it lets us know that there are better things than healing. I want you to know that there are better things than healing. Christ is the healer, but there are better things than healing. From God's perspective, healing is healing is important, but it's not the uh, uh, it's not it's not it's not the most superior thing in the kingdom. For God, salvation is a, a, a bigger thing. In that sense, these are some of the things that are more superior to healing. I'm just going to bring this up. Okay, so what is better than healing? Number one, faith in God is better than healing. Faith in God is better than healing because without faith, the Bible says that it is impossible to please God. So faith in God is better than healing. I could go on and on about faith, but we won't do that just yet. Now, the fruit of the Spirit. Now, notice I didn't say fruits, because if you read it, it says fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is better than healing. The fruit of the Spirit is better than healing. That's another fruit of the Spirit. Now, the third one is communion with God. Fellowship with God is better than healing. Fellowship with God is better than healing. The fourth one, eternal life is better than healing. Eternal life is better than healing. Okay. The next one, sonship and being the bride of Christ is better than healing. Sonship and being the bride of Christ is better than healing. And the last one, I, I put this one last because of, you know, the significance of it. Divine health is better than healing, and I'm going to explain um, um, that by God's grace as, as as we go on. So the 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 key thing to understand here is that um, we, we we you know in in church circles in times past they would say stuff like healing is children's bread. Okay, healing is a a very very basic um, necessity uh, of of the kingdom and. Whilst we sometimes we operate um, superior dimensions of revelation and understanding and, and realities, we've, we've moved on to sonship, moved on to the kingdom, moved on to grace and faith and all of these things. We have 
somehow made a big deal of God healing us and keeping us in health. Okay, we want we want to see like Jesus was revealing in the in in, in the book of Luke, right? In the carnal mind's carnal mind's perspective, the the carnal mind would think that you know um, uh, salvation, forgiveness of sins was easier than healing. Okay, but from Jesus's perspective, salvation would have been a more difficult. And this salvation now we've received, and we now operate the more complicated things of the we operate the more complicated things of the kingdom let me give you an example an example is um okay some of you have some of you some of you haven't by revelation but most people haven't been to heaven before by by open vision we've all encountered heaven in prayer you know in our spirits and different but most people haven't been to heaven before by open visions Okay, or by um, you know, by out of body experiences, but yet you believe that there is a day that Jesus is going to return and that you're going to transition out of this world and that you go, you're going to change form and you're going to change, you know, you're going to change body, you're going to have a glorified body. You believe those things. See, those are more complicated things to believe. Those are more complicated things to believe. You believe that you are recreated. You believe that your spirit has been regenerated. You believe that 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 um, the old man was crucified with Christ, and that you have a, a new life and a new nature. You see, those things are more complicated to believe than believing healing and health. So, what is it then that challenges us from walking in the um, in the health, what I call, I call it the health of the God kind. What is it that challenges us from walking in the health of the God kind? I'm trying to make sure that, um, that I build these things for us um, so that we can, we can grow um, into all things. Okay. One of the things that I think that we have, um, we've done is that we have refused to see healing as a redemptive work, okay? We've refused to see healing as a redemptive work. When Jesus walked the earth, one of the things that he modeled was healing as a part of redemption. In the book of Isaiah chapter 53, the word says that the chastisement of our peace was upon him and that with his stripes we are healed. Okay, the Bible says that he bore upon him our infirmities. He bore upon him our infirmities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. By his stripes we are healed. Healing is, 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 uh, is part of the redemptive work of Christ. Okay, it's part of the redemptive work. Let me, let me explain what I mean by we've refused to see healing as part of the redemptive work of Christ. Let's talk about, let's say, um, 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 morality. Let's use morality, the idea of good, the idea of bad. Okay, for us as believers, morality is not, um, it's just not the idea of good and bad. We attach a spirituality to morality. We attach a spirituality. I want you to hear this by revelation. We attach a spirituality to, to morality. So, for example, if you were to do something, you know, something bad, uh, uh, your, your, your disposition wouldn't be that, ah, oh, that was really bad. 
okay there is a spirituality that's attached to it okay the idea of good for us there's a spirituality a concept of righteousness and holiness for us it's not just a case of it is good to be good it is a case of it is righteous to be good it is holy to be good now i want you to get that get, get that in your heart okay so but for the for the world you know the idea of being good is is good to be good basically you know and if um if one's not good then there is necessarily no 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 consequence no nothing of a, of a higher reality okay now in the same way i believe that one of the things that we haven't done as believers is to really really look at healing not just our health healing health you want to look at it in that way health not just as a uh what's the word now not just as a as a good thing like oh it's good for me to be in good health you, you everyone can have that as a generic way of thinking yeah it's good for me to be in good health okay but it's more than it being good for you to be in good health okay there's a spirituality that's attached to you being in good health that spirituality is the fact that it is a part of the redemptive work of christ it's a part of the redemptive work of christ okay so please i want you to understand these things and and as we begin to walk in this reality as we begin to move in this reality as we begin to move in this understanding what we have is the same level of of conviction and the same level of certainty that we have about salvation is the same level of certainty that we would have about divine health and wholeness and healing the same level of conviction Isaiah 53 literally shows us Jesus's work on the cross and in that same conversation in the same redemptive conversation is the same conversation about healing about health about wholeness in the book of some 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 103 the Bible says bless the Lord all my soul and all that with that's within me and forget not his benefits that's powerful forget not his benefits what are those benefits he says who forgives your iniquities and then he heals your disease he forgives your iniquity and then he heals your disease okay so we want to begin to see healing and health and wholeness as a part of the redemptive work of christ the next point that i want you to note from this is that we're going to go into um some other important things i know that um time is going to be a factor for me but i'm going to do my best to um you know i'm going to i'm going I'm to do my best to to land okay now another thing that we want to understand is this is that healing and health is not <clears throat> how to explain this in a way that that doesn't sound um the word is not radical but you know what i mean healing and health is not so much of a promise <laughs> it's not so much of a promise 10 minutes <laughs> healing and health is not so much of a promise okay all right excellent okay healing and health is not so much of a promise right it's an accomplishment right we need to know in scripture the things that have been promised to us and the things that have been accomplished for us there's a difference we have to know them 
when you pray about the things that are, that have been accomplished for you there's a way that you appropriate when you pray about the things that have been promised to you okay there's a way that you appropriate right so healing health wholeness is not so much of a promise as much as it is an accomplishment okay let me give you an example grace is not a promise <laughs> right grace is not a promise because i'm gonna i'm gonna show you through the word i'm gonna show you through the word how necessary it is that we develop our our thinking from the scriptures grace is not a promise grace is an accomplishment grace has been accomplished the bible says in the book of john chapter one it says that which we uh no sorry not that which you have thought the bible says and of the of his fullness have we received grace for grace grace heaped okay grace heaped upon grace grace is not a promise grace is an accomplishment jesus has accomplished grace for us so the bible says now he says they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life through one jesus christ grace is an accomplishment grace is not a promise okay there are things that are not promises in scriptures anymore they have been fulfilled for example jesus coming to die for us is not a promise it's an accomplishment it has been accomplished healing health wholeness is not a promise it is an accomplishment it is not something that is in in the future i'm gonna i'm gonna dare to say this and i want you to understand this in a very strong way do you know that um there is no single theology i was having a a conversation with with someone um and um the we we got talking about a number of things and the person said to me that you know god will heal some people now and he wouldn't heal some people now some people he, he will they will be healed on the on 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 the you know on the day or whatever your your theological beliefs are okay some people they'll be healed you know in the life to come basically there's no theology for that there's absolutely no theology there is no place in scriptures where he says i will heal some now and then i wouldn't heal some now there is no scripture now do we have experiences like this yes we do what should we do with our experiences bring them before god should we form a theology around our experience no we shouldn't because we don't build theology and revelation around around experiences like that we build it around the word of god so what do i do if i see things around me that i don't understand i go to god and I wrestle in understanding until I'm able to find conviction. It's dangerous to form theology based on your experience. Healing is not a promise. Health is not a promise as much as it, it's an accomplishment. A, a, a promise mostly speaks of a future performance. Right, it mostly speaks of a future performance. Healing is an accomplished works of Christ, just as grace is an accomplished works of Christ. But what do we do with grace? We receive grace. We don't tell Jesus to go to the cross again to go die for us so that we can receive grace. We don't do that. 
right? What we do is we know that grace is now available. to It has been given to us. Remember our scripture, his divine power has given to us everything that pertains unto life and unto godliness. There are things that have been given to us. It's important to see healing and health and wholeness in the, in the light of that which has been accomplished. Okay. Yeah. So I, I want us to make sure that we uh we press into this this understanding so we must see health as an inheritance right just as we talk about inheritance every time we talk about sonship as an inheritance we talk about um we talk about we've inherited um you know the name of jesus we've inherited um being the bride of christ in the same way in the same way you must see your health as an inheritance let me tell you something you're you're not when you're a believer you're not lucky to have good health it's not it's not an it's not an issue of luck no it's it's not an issue i'll show you how the the health of the the new believer is derived from the last adam from the life of the of, of the last adam. I'll, I'll come to that okay as a, you're not lucky to be in good health. No, you're not. That's not that's not the design of God. It is a part. It is a part of what God imparts to you when you come into Christ. In fact, for the believer, it's superior. It's superior because the believer moves from wanting divine healing to operating in divine health. Right now, this is so important because, especially as um, there's so much going on going on across the nations of the earth, there's a lot of fear right now. It's important for us to know where we stand with God, where we stand in the new covenant. Okay, so it's important to see health as an inheritance, as an inheritance, as part of what has been given to you as an inheritance. Okay, I'm gonna try and 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 skip through and and move on. So the question is, is healing for everybody? That's the question. Is healing for everybody? Does Jesus want everybody healed? Does God want some healed and he doesn't want others healed? The, the answer to that I would say to you is is salvation for everybody is salvation for everybody because the word says bless the lord oh my soul and forget not his benefits who forgives your iniquities and heals your disease okay and uh, he on him on on him he bore our, on on him sorry he bore on him our infirmities and with his stripes we are healed right the same invitation the same invitation to salvation is the same invitation that we have to healing so why would we ever question if healing and health is for everybody well we there are few things that we we'll need to note in this slide. one of the first ones is that jesus uh, uh gave very clear proof very clear proof to Isaiah 53, where he says that he bought our infirmities, he gave very, gave very clear proof. Because interestingly, uh, Jesus went about, the Bible says that he went about 
healing people in 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 uh, Matthew chapter eight from verses sixteen to seventeen. Matthew eight sixteen to seventeen. Let's look at that. Okay, Matthew eight sixteen to seventeen. The Bible says that when evening came, many who were demon possessed were brought to Jesus, and he drove out the spirits with a word and healed all the sick. This was to fulfill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. He took our infirmities and carried our disease. I love that part that he says he carried our disease. I say it this way, that he took responsibility for our well-being. He took responsibility for our well-being. I love it. He took on our infirmities. Now, Jesus went about healing people. I remember I had this conversation uh, with, 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 with someone a while back, and the person said, well, you know, the Isaiah, uh, Isaiah 50, 53, because, you know, this quotation we just read is, is, is from Isaiah 53. Uh, the person said to me that it speaks about spiritual healing. I said, he doesn't. We don't have to make up what the Bible doesn't say, right? We don't need to make it up. It doesn't speak about spiritual healing, okay? Yes, spiritual healing is good, but the Bible says, as Jesus went about physically, Christ the healer, went about physically healing people, the Bible says that it was to fulfill. It was to fulfill the fact that he took on our infirmities and carried our disease. Is healing for every, everybody. The issue of healing and health now is a, is a, is a legal issue issue of the cross it's a legal issue of the cross let me explain what i mean by that jesus has legally obtained it there are legalities in the spirit for example if the devil was to go before the father to accuse you okay because the bible says the accuser of the brethren there is a provision for advocacy in heaven the Bible says that Jesus Christ is our advocate. He sits at the right hand of the Father, making intercession for us. You ask me, what, how are we different to Job? Job did not have an advocate. There are legalities that affect this thing. Okay, we are walking as per covenant and as per dispensations. Okay, covenant, uh, you know, Beatrice thought wonderfully on, on covenant and, and dispensations. Um, uh, um, dispensations and covenants can govern reality. They become the very climate under which you operate. Okay, so for example, we know about laws. If there is a law in this country now that, hey, um, um, you know, from this time to this time, those that have these certain uh, requirements, you know, for example, um, the, the government of the United Kingdom, you know, kindly made some money available to, uh, to people who... Uh, have you know have businesses but within within um, the provision there are stipulations and there are conditions and all of that stuff and then you can access and you can benefit from those okay so now um, when it comes to when it comes to these things covenants they bring conditions okay covenants bring conditions so job did not have an advocate he did not have a high priest interceding for him he did not have Jesus going to the cross to pay. I want you to understand because sometimes we, um, we, we in, in experiences, we begin to create the, the, the knowledge of God 
that's suitable to our experience. We are never going to, to come into the fullness of Christ if we do that. Okay, what you need to understand that from God's perspective, Jesus was beaten. <laughs> Jesus was battered. Jesus was bruised. Jesus was disfigured. The Bible says he was murdered beyond recognition. He was murdered before recognition. Come on, think of it. Imagine that you were, you were God. Now, what, I, what I'm sharing with you, I know, you know, we mostly look at it only in the light of the salvation of our souls, but I want you to understand where I'm coming from. Imagine that you were God and your, your only child, your only child, your only daughter, your only son, right? You gave that child up as a substitute, as a substitute, okay? for something maybe you you sacrifice that child's you know life so that other people could have um a better life how would you work against the thing that you gave your own child for how would god give up jesus the word says we want we want to look at the word and be so clear about it the word says that jesus was was bruised for iniquities okay he was he was he was wounded for transgressions bruised for iniquities the chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed and we know that that word healed there is not just talking about spiritual healing how would god give up jesus to go through all of that and then he's done that jesus has suffered jesus has paid because by the way we were not created to be sick we were not created to be sick in the in the in the conversation in the garden there was no right we started to uh, humanity started to get sick when death became the consequence of disobedience right right when death became the consequence of disobedience <laughs> i want you to to i want you to process this because there's got to be a new logic see a new logic in the kingdom the way that we think the way that we operate right you you being let me say this be grateful you've been in good health and you've had good health all your life that's 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 wonderful for some of you but it's gotta take it's gotta take more than that for you to continue in strength it's gotta be powered by truth it's gotta be powered by revelation it's gotta be powered by understanding right so for god from god's perspective healing i'm using those words interchangeably healing health wholeness are legal issues jesus legally obtained salvation and he legally obtained health <laughs> right jesus legally obtained salvation and jesus legally obtained health and the legality looks like this that if satan was to go before jesus again and to accuse you go before the father and to accuse you of anything there is blood that has been shed that speaks on your behalf in the same way if anything was to attack your health in the same way there's a legal dimension to it so that's the first thing in answering is healing for everybody as god has made salvation available to everybody god has also made health and healing available to everybody and i said to you that jesus gave proof of isaiah 53 when he in in the book of matthew the bible talks about how he went about 
healing healing people. Now, the second thing is, I, I mentioned this already, there is no single theology that establishes that God will heal, will heal some and God wouldn't heal others. Now, whilst we wrestle with sometimes why, why we pray for some people and then we don't see recovery, um, you know, that's, that's, a, that's a process. We are learning God. We've got to be open to learning God. We've got to be open, you know, sometimes because of, it's almost like we're afraid for God. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? You're afraid, don't be afraid for God. You don't need to be afraid for God. If, you, if something happens and, you, you know, you don't understand, you say, God, I don't understand. You can have, you can have perfect faith and, perf- and, and, and interesting questions. <laughs> right you can have perfect faith and you can have questions people think faith means you don't have questions no you can have perfect faith in fact you grow in your faith by questions by spiritual research okay so so um 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 the, the next thing okay i said is that there's no there's no single theology that says god will heal some and god wouldn't heal some it's not in the scripture so that lets me know that there is no provision in the kingdom for some people to be healed and for others not to be healed. Okay, the next one I want to give you is healing for everybody. This is very important, and I want you to know, know this. If healing is not for everybody, if it is not God's will to heal everybody, we have a problem of the dynamics of faith and prayer, right? Because oftentimes when Jesus would heal Christ the healer, Okay, he would say, your faith has made you whole. He would often say that. And in fact, we know that in Jesus teaching us about prayer, he told us about the importance of faith. He said, will the son of man man find faith when he comes, you know, when he comes to the earth, when he returns to the earth? So now we understand that faith and prayer um, plays a role in the outcome of healing, of health, of miracles according to the book of james chapter 5 james chapter 5 the bible says if any is sick is any if any is afflicted it says let the elders uh, lay hands on 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 him or her and it says the prayer of faith shall save the sick the prayer of faith shall save the sick but now here's my here's my question if healing is not for everybody we have a problem because faith and prayer is often based on the certainty of God's will. It's based on the certainty of God's will. Faith, we say, we say faith begins where the will of God is known, right? Faith begins where the will of God is known. So in other words, if I don't know the will of God for a situation, how can I believe God for that situation? Now, I want us to I want us to understand something. We don't want to get confused. I know I like talking about faith a little, but I'm going to, you know, I'm going to not be biased this morning. But what I want you to understand is that you can have faith in God, but you can choose not to have faith in God for a situation or for an area. It doesn't mean that you don't trust God, <laughs> right? It doesn't mean that you don't, you don't, you don't, you may not just be open. There are there are believers, for example, um, you know they 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 love God, they serve God faithfully, and all of that stuff, and they just have a thing about about wealth, basically, 
you shouldn't because we need to transform the world and we need to get people out of poverty so in jesus name you shouldn't okay so they just have it doesn't mean that they don't have faith in god okay but anyway coming back to this faith um faith and prayer when it comes to healing or anything requires being specific at the will as uh, about the will of god okay now so to make this simple how do you know to believe god specifically if god is in heaven selecting who gets healed and who doesn't get healed how do you know to believe god specifically how do you know to believe god specifically how do you know to believe him because you're not sure you're not sure whether he wants to heal you or not you're not sure and we understand um 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 um, that that you know without faith it's impossible to please god whatever things you prefer believe you have received and you shall have but if we don't know the will of god specifically so that means in every case we're always having to ask god god do you know god do you want to heal this person or you do i don't i don't want to i don't want to do what god doesn't want to do i don't want to pray about what god doesn't want to pray about so god certainly doesn't operate that way the lord does not operate that way okay so the certainty of faith and prayer is based on the specifics of god's will and if it's based on the specifics of God's will and faith and prayer is a necessity for us to experience healing, wholeness, wholeness and health. If the will of God on the matter is not clear, then the manifestation of God on the matter is not sure. Right. If the will of God on any matter is not clear, then the manifestation of God on the matter is is not clear so god hasn't dealt with healing in such a way that we have to literally descend for a long oh is this person going to be healed and all of that stuff okay so i'm going to try and 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 move on from that but i'll, I'll give i'll give you one more point on his healing for everybody right notice jesus one of the ways we know that healing is for everybody jesus never failed to heal anyone that he met Jesus never said to anyone, I'm not going to heal you. There was one, uh, one or two circumstances that I want, and I, I want you to take note of this. One was the, um, the Bible talks about the, the faith of, um, of a woman who came to Jesus. And she said that her daughter was grievously vexed with the devil. I'm using King James language here. <laughs> okay. And literally, um, um, Jesus said to her that, I can't heal you because I'm only sent to the lordship of the house of Israel. You know, theologically, Jesus's, the demographics of Jesus's physical earthly ministry was to redeem, was to bring salvation to, to Israel. God had plans for how the salvation would get to the rest of the world. And that's why you find, you know, post, post, uh, post-resurrection. So Jesus was operating dispensationally here. Now, I want you to understand. So Jesus, by virtue of the dispensation and assignment that he had, was really really sent to the house of israel this woman was a gentile a gentile a foreign nation uh, from a foreign nation so the woman is talking to jesus now and saying jesus come and heal jesus says i can't come and um and jesus uses this word he said he, he used this one i believe this is the wisdom of god for us to understand jesus said it is not right for to give what belongs to the children um to the dogs that's what he said now at, at, that's the point where definitely if any of the leaders said that to you, you came to church and you say you were compared to a dog, that's it. You know, some of you are too offended. 
too offended. You know, your your what you're believing. There, there comes a point in your life that offense shouldn't. When you when you set your eyes, let me not digress. But when you set your eyes on the things that you want and you know where God is gonna minister it to, you don't get offended. You avoid. You navigate through offense. This woman could be, could have been offended, and she said to Jesus, she said, "But even the dogs eat the crumbs from the master's table." Jesus said, "Oh woman." Great is your faith. Jesus was so moved. Jesus even dispensationally, dispensa- by the rigidity of dispensations, was not even supposed to necessarily minister to that woman yet. Okay. But because of his heart for health and healing and wholeness, he bypassed the dispensation, went into the next dispensation, brought healing. But can I say also, the woman's intentionality bypassed the dispensation and the the legalities around it, and she pulled into now a dimension that was for later. She pulled into now a dimension that was for later. Jesus wasn't even meant to heal her, but Jesus did it anyway. He did it anyway because healing is for everybody. He did it anyway. Now, in, in the book of Matthew 13 from verses um, 53 to 58, Matthew 13, 53 to 58, I want you to understand this, okay? Um, um, Jesus, this was one of, the, one of the, the situations where Jesus was limited on the earth when he came to healing people. Jesus went to his, his hometown, Nazareth, Capernaum, Nazareth, whatever you want to say. Okay, and, and the people from Nazareth were interesting. When, when Jesus was manifesting, they said, can any good thing come out of Nazareth? I mean, they were so, so they, were, they, they had such a, a, a bad concept of their own, uh, what's the word now, of, of themselves and, and their city and all of that stuff, such that even when someone from the city was manifesting, they're like, no, it can't happen here. So Jesus went there. And Jesus, Jesus did things, and, and Jesus said, a prophet has no honor, honor in, his, in his own town. They didn't, they, didn't, they didn't receive Jesus. They didn't receive him. And then the Bible says this, that Jesus was limited because of their unbelief. But see what the word says. Even though, even though there was generic unbelief in the climate of that city, the Bible doesn't say Jesus didn't do any miracles. He said he did a few. Jesus still, in spite of that, Jesus still did a few. I'm showing you here about the intentionality of Christ for us when it comes to health and wholeness. This is important. Christ the healer, he took upon him our infirmities. He took responsibility for our well-being. I want, I want this to stick, so I'm going to keep saying it. Healing, as much as salvation is a work of redemption, is a work of redemption. And you have to be able to, to see it in that light. Okay, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to see where I can, um, you, you know, I can, I, can, I can land and bring some things. Okay, five minutes. Wow, Holy Spirit, glorify Jesus today. Okay. All right. So there are things here I, I, I would love to, to touch, but um, as, I'm, as I'm podcasting now, you know, I'm, I'm no longer in a hurry to finish messages. So um, I, I'll be sharing details of that. If, whatever I don't finish, I've officially given up finishing messages on Sundays. So whatever I don't um, finish, then I'll put on the podcast and 
and get it out get it out to us okay so there are some important things to know for example um if jesus has obtained hearing for us if jesus has obtained health for us if jesus has obtained wholeness for us if it's a work of redemption why do believers still get sick why do believers still get sick well there's a number of reasons and none of them are supposed to be used to judge anyone the first one we see in scripture is demonic oppression the first one we see in scripture is demonic oppression we know that a christian cannot be possessed but a christian can be oppressed and those two things are different demon possession is is when uh, a spirit takes residence and habitation in the life of a of a person basically um, but oppression is different. The, 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 the spirit might oppress an area of the person's life. Now, in Christ, our reality is far higher and there are things we need to be conscious of to walk in that reality. So that's the first one. Now, the second one, the second one is this, is um, some, some diseases are, are genetic in nature. They are genetic in nature. And certainly, um, we're going uh, gonna to definitely make sure that we pray and believe God for, um, you know, for, for health and for healing, um, even at the close of the message. So some, some are genetic in nature, basically. And then another one is lifestyle choices. Okay, it's lifestyle choices. Um, we got to be conscious. Our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. And then the fourth one is not discerning the Lord's body. And for that, I'm going to give you First Corinthians chapter 11 from verses 18 to 35. I'm not going to read the whole thing to you. I'm going to read just about three verses. So the last one is not discerning the Lord's body. So the first one is demonic oppression. The second one is um, uh, things that are genetic. The third one is lifestyle choices. The fourth one, most, and these are the generic, you know, um, things I'm sharing with you here. The fourth one is not discerning the Lord's body, not discerning the lord's body these are the main reasons that in spite of the fact that jesus has um, obtained healing for us legally the question is can a believer be sick yes should a believer be sick god doesn't want it it's not god's intention for us we can only challenge and let me say this that just because someone is sick doesn't mean that they don't have a relationship with god Right, just because someone is challenged in their health doesn't mean that. And these are the, these are the lack of um, these these are some of the things that the balance that was lacked um, in times past when people tried to handle messages and dimensions like this. Okay, so we ought to find out what is it, and then we can pray and we can deal with it. Now, the, the, this one I'm gonna I'm gonna touch on, and then what I'm gonna do is on the podcast I'm gonna try and get all of this you know to us. Um, during the week by God, because I've committed myself now, so I'm, I'm going to do it in Jesus' name. Okay, so I'm going to touch on this one, and this is where I would, I would aim to stop. Now, the, the consciousness of health, healing, and wholeness was so much in, um, in the church. In fact, if you look at the scriptures, there are several ways that people would get healed. For example, the Bible says he sent his word and he healed their disease. That's one of the ways that, that healing comes. The Bible talks about um, if anyone is sick, let the, hell that, uh, the, the, elders of, um, the elders of the church, let them lay, lay hands 
um, lay hands on the on the sick. The prayer of faith shall save the sick. Now there is that one as well. Then there is a third one. The Bible talks about the gifts of healing, according to First Corinthians chapter um, chapter twelve. Okay, so God makes all these provisions and channels by which people can experience healing, wholeness, and health. He makes all of these provisions. But now it's 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 important to know that. In the, in the early church, as you read the scripture, because of the standard that Jesus had brought, because of the level of the work uh, that he had done supernaturally, okay, because of the standard he had set, there was such a consciousness of health and healing being a, a supernatural thing, such a consciousness, okay? They, they, didn't, they didn't accept the way that we accept today diff of course it's difficult when you lose lose a loved loved one and there are many people that have, that have lost loved ones in this and we're praying for them now they didn't they didn't accept as a culture in scripture okay uh, they didn't accept as a as a way of life a, a very normal way um um sickness they didn't they didn't and in the corinthian church they got to a point that a lot of people were dying and a lot of people were sick. Well, you know, Paul could have said that, well, you know, God will raise them on the other side and they would reign with Christ. They would reign with Christ on the other side. You know, Paul could have said that. He didn't say that. Okay. What he did was he investigated spiritually and came back with revelation and an answer. In, in 1 Corinthians eleven twenty-seven to 30, this is what he says. He says, whosoever shall eat this bread and drink this cup of the Lord unworthily shall be guilty of the body and blood of the Lord. But let a man examine himself and so let him eat of that bread and drink of that cup. For, for he that eats and drinks unworthily eats and drinks damnation to himself, not discerning the Lord's body for this cause. Many are weak and sickly among you, and many sleep. I know when you say sleep, that sleep means many are dead. Well, this was this is this is dramatic because these people are dying, like you know, they're probably praying and you know, all that stuff. But then Paul brought in this revelation and he said to them that the reason why many are weak, the reason why many are sick, in other words, it wasn't meant to be so, it wasn't meant to be so, it wasn't expected to be so. Listen, even if, you know, you're dealing with stuff that's genetic in, 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 yes, that's, that's, that's a reality. Okay. But you don't have to accept that reality. You don't have to, the same way that you will fight off pornography, fight off fornication, resist, um, character issues, resist all of that, because you cling onto what Jesus has done for you is the same way that you appropriate. Okay. Um, um, healing and health over your life. This wasn't normal. Paul said this wasn't normal. So he researched and he realized that the people, the reason why they were sick and the reason why they were dying, they were not supposed to die that way. Listen, there are things in the spirit that if we don't understand, I don't want to lose my call because I need to close, that if we don't understand, we would, we would, we would, we would pay a price that we shouldn't pay. I'll give you an example. The Bible says that um, Herod seized James and beheaded him. And then he proceeded to seize Peter and wanted to do the same. But the Bible says that Peter, the Bible says the church prayed 
The church prayed. When they seized James, the Bible doesn't say the church prayed. Now, let me tell you something. It wasn't, you see, James and Peter and all these guys, the church needed those guys more than those guys needed to stay on the earth. If Peter had died, it's the church that would have suffered. <laughs> he would have gone on to experience the things he needed to experience. Right? The man who God brought out from the uh, prison, was he not sleeping? Even when God came to him, <laughs> right? He, he was asleep. Right? I'm not saying he wasn't prepared, he was asleep. But the church prayed because it's the church that would have lost that because of the revelation that God put in Peter for the church. Right? Okay, so now watch this. The Bible says the church prayed. And when the church prayed earnestly, the Bible says supernaturally an angel came and brought Peter out. Even the church that was praying, when Peter walked through the door, they still, they thought he was his, his spirit, that he had gone. <laughs> they, they so prayed, prayed to the point that even, even they, whether they were praying in faith, they just kept praying, 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 praying. Now, had they not prayed, that intervention wouldn't have happened. Right. The Bible says Herod sees James. He saw that that was good. Then he wanted to please the people. He proceeded. To, there are things that if we don't understand in the spirit, and this is why teachings like this are so important, that you don't see your health as ordinary, but as the supply of the spirit of Jesus, as the supply of the spirit of Jesus. This is what gives you faith, even in moments like this. I'm so sorry. Please, can you ask? Can, 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 you, can, you, can, can I beg for five minutes more? Right? Can I beg for five minutes more? Right? Even uh, um um uh what was I gonna say now? You know um um even with things like you know um um having a divine immunity against some of the things that's going on with COVID nineteen. Hey, we are not saying be silly and then you know I don't know for whatever reason let someone sneeze in your face. When I go out, I look at people. I'm like, uh, did you not read? Um, how many is it two meters they said it's two meters isn't it do you know read to me you don't know do you want me to get you a tape measure or something like that but i'm not saying we should be stupid but there is a there is a sense of divine immunity i love this scripture a lot and i share it a lot remember the scripture I've, I've often shared with us in the network where the, the bible says a viper beat paul and he shook it off and he went about his business right the reason why he did that was because there was another law at work in his thinking there was another reality in his thinking something else a normal human being when you, when that happens to you you shout yay because some of you guys don't know yay okay you shout ouch <laughs> right you shout ouch that's what you do Okay, Paul, he went about his, he, the Bible says he shook it off, right? Because he had another reality, another law, working in his members, working in his body, another reality, not just the ordinary, ordinary life or the, or no, there's something that happens to our body when we get born again. The Holy Ghost cannot move into you as a resident and you don't carry his properties, right? The Holy Ghost cannot move into you as the Bible says, your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Ghost cannot move into us as a residence and we don't carry the properties of the Spirit. Think of it. The Bible says, God anointed Jesus with the Holy Spirit and power and he went about doing good, healing those that were oppressed of the devil. See, that healing, that healing, I want you to understand, that healing, the reason why the healing happened, the healings happened was because of the anointing of the Holy Spirit on Jesus. That anointing lives in you. How Come on, understand this. The anointing, what got people healed, what gets people healed today is the anointing, the power of the Holy Spirit, right? The Holy Spirit that was on Jesus now lives in, he has moved into us with his power, 
He's moved into, there's got to be a reaction. Something's got to change. But see, it depends how much we enlighten ourselves in this. He says, behold, I give you power uh, to trample over, over all the works of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. In this COVID season, you are to be able to say nothing shall by any means. I love it. He says by any means, not by, not by COVID, not by, I don't know, not by genetics, not by nothing shall by, not by, nothing by any channel. Shall, shall hurt. If God forbid, even if someone sneezes on you, nothing shall by any means. <laughs> See, this is this is the difference of the believer. <laughs> hey, let me keep myself calm. Nothing shall by any means hurt you. Nothing by not by not by any source, not by any channel. But that people, no, nothing shall by any means. It matters that you believe in this way. Let me tell you something. Look, there are things that are better than healing and health. To be with the Lord is better. I want see uh, the, the, the things, the more superior things, basically. This healing, this thing is a basic of the kingdom. You believe the more complicated things, right? But you can believe God for your health. You can believe God for your health. You can believe God for your health. So to conclude on this, Paul came with this revelation and this understanding, and then he realized. And said to them that the reason why it wasn't expected, the reason why people, many people were weak and sickly was because they didn't descend the Lord's body. And what does that mean? They simply didn't partake of communion, communion with the spirit of unity. If you read uh, from, I think from around verse, uh, I think verse 18, you begin to understand how he said, I heard that there are divisions amongst you, right? They, they turned the Lord's table to a thing of competition and 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 uh not you know not giving uh you know food to some people or some people were eating communion like it was their meal okay and the lack of unity the bible says it was not reverential to the lord and they ate in an unworthy manner and drank unto condemnation the same thing that was meant to minister life to them now started to work against them this is a reality today so when we see um, a lot of a lot of things going on. I'm not saying everyone is in this category, but we have to understand that there are spiritual reasons why we are praying and we're not seeing man. Never just accept that we prayed for someone to be well and they didn't get one. We're like, well, God will God will heal some today. God will heal some tomorrow. No, there's no theology for that. In fact, in the I'm 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 done. I'm done. In fact, in the in in the scriptures, they had faith for the immediate. The centurion, for example, Jesus said, I'm going to walk to your house and heal your servant. He said, Jesus, don't come. You're a man of authority. I say to one, go. He goes, I say to one, come. And he comes. He says, speak your word. And my servant will be, this guy customized the speed of his manifestation by his consciousness of faith. <laughs> he customized it. You would have thought that Jesus would have said, no, I can't do that. Because according to how it is written in heaven, this is, I must come. No, the guy determined how Jesus moved in his own circumstance by the faith that he was able to operate. There are spiritual laws. There are spiritual reasons. So my emphasis with you on Christ, the healer, is to show you um, the heart and the intention of Christ for your well-being and your health. The first Adam, right, the consequence of the sin of the first Adam is sickness, right? Is death, is corruption. The consequence 
of the righteousness of the last Adam is salvation, is the nature of God, is um, wholeness, is strength. I wish above all things that you prosper and being good at even as your soul prospers. Whatever I've not finished today, I promise you I will get that podcast to you and I would establish it some more, but I'm going to stop there. What we're going to do right now is this. We are going to, um, we're going to pray. Okay. We're going to pray. And um, what I want us to do is literally we'll take a few minutes to pray for people who are believing God, no matter what it is, no matter what it is, I would have shown you in scripture, Jesus healed all kinds to show us a proof of his mind. He healed stuff that, that you know, he healed people with conditions from the birth, which shows us that Jesus wants them, regardless of how they were born, to be restored. Okay. He healed, um, you know, people who needed new body parts. He healed all kinds, all kinds, all kinds. So there's a provision in the kingdom. And what I want us to do is this, is, if you go right now on the Gulf Church website, if you go on the Gulf Church website and um, you, you, you send a request to pray, you send a request to pray, we are going to pray with you and we're going to agree with you this morning. Even if you are standing in agreement for someone, okay, if you're standing in agreement for someone for healing, for health, for wholeness, it's a legal issue. Jesus has obtained it. Jesus has taken it for us. Jesus has given it to us. It is available to us. So I want you to go there right now and then you can drop your, your request. Okay, you can drop your request and then we'll begin to pray. We'll begin to pray. So I want us to, to make sure that we do that. If there is a, a prayer request in your heart about healing, about health, about our wholeness, no matter what it is, don't live in acceptance. Don't live in acceptance. Don't accept it. Refuse to accept it. Refuse to accept it. Refuse to accept it. So as we do that, I'm, I'm going to, um, um, Pastor, the last year, Pastor Miriam will be posting um, the, um, what is it? They'll be posting the prayer points. Um, if you want yours to be confidential, please let them know that you want it to be confidential so please attach um you know your request so if you go on the on the request to to pray and um i don't know where where most of us i think most of most of us are on youtube but um if we also um please post that same link for those on 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 youtube yeah okay so please use the the prayer request function for any prayer request and as we get it this morning, they will um, they will send it back to us, and we are all going to pray. And the reason why we are praying is because over two thousand years ago, Jesus went to the cross to suffer. He took responsibility for our our healing. I didn't touch on divine health as much as I would have loved to, but I would show you. Uh, possibly through the um, okay through the podcast, I would show you how um, you know how you can sustain and walk in that as a believer. Your faith in God must be for your health. So if you're believing for anyone, okay, or whether it's yourself, just literally send that request in, 
and then we are going to pray for you there's got to be a change you have to experience um you have to experience healing and health and wholeness basically thank you holy spirit father we thank you in the name of the lord jesus father we thank you in the name of the lord jesus we give you praise we give you praise thank you father for divine healing thank you father for wholeness thank you father for wholeness thank you holy spirit thank you lord i just want us to lift up our voices right now and begin to pray i want us to lift up our voices right now and begin to pray and i want us to thank god for what jesus has accomplished for us because he has a plan for our health he has a plan he's christ the healer he's christ the healer father we thank you in jesus name thank you for um your hand that is upon us father we thank you in jesus mighty name for that which has been accomplished on the cross we thank you father because healing is children's bread we thank you father in the name of the lord jesus christ because the, your word says that if the same spirit that raised jesus from the dead dwells in us that same spirit would give life to our mortal bodies and we thank you father for the resurrected life of jesus in our mortal bodies it is stronger it is stronger than any condition it is stronger than any limitation and in the name of the lord jesus father for all those who are believers believing you we appropriate and we minister through the spirit of god the anointing of the holy spirit to evidence the works of jesus concerning health and healing and wholeness in the name of the lord jesus christ and father we pray in jesus mighty name okay thank you holy spirit yeah we got one request here um one for peace peace in the mind and healing from anxiety and hey you know uh, uh, this is not just for physical conditions or anything relating to the mind okay so we got one here i want us to pray and agree someone wants us to pray with them for peace in their mind and healing from anxiety peace in their mind and healing from anxiety father in the name of the lord jesus christ we take authority right now we have a legal standing for this because it was on jesus christ this is not uh this is not applicable to this individual this is not the design of heaven this is not the plan of heaven this is not what you will father this is a trespass this thing is a trespass in their life and in the name of the lord jesus we evict the stranger we evict the stranger we evict the stranger we evict the stranger in the name of jesus the stranger of anxiety the lord rebuke you you're a stranger you're not welcome you are not an inhabitant you're not you're not a you're not a resident you're not resident in this person's life and in the name of jesus christ we exercise our territorial authority on the earth as god's legal representative as the church and in jesus mighty name we dismiss you in the name of jesus and the next prayer point we're going to pray is for dental healing we're going to pray for dental healing someone is praying for dental healing jesus does all kinds he does all kinds all kinds of miracles father in the name of the lord jesus christ your word says that you would not spare your son how will you not with him give us all things father in jesus name we are claiming a uh, a uh, healing healing oh god for that person in the name of the lord jesus for every every dental related issue 
in the name of Jesus. The word says that he sent his word and healed now and he healed. And now we send the word of God. We send the, we send the, uh, the, the surgical soothing power of the word. We send the anointing that is in the word to heal. And we minister that right now in Jesus mighty name. Dental, uh, uh, dental related issues, pain be gone in the name of Jesus. Pain be gone in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Be gone in the name of Jesus Christ. So Father, we thank you. We bless your name. We give you praise. We give you praise. And Father, we pray, Lord Jesus, in this season of COVID, there are so many people that are, um, that are still sick, that still need to recover. Um, Lord Jesus, we are praying for them. Lord, we, we pray for an atmosphere of healing over our nations, we, over the nations. We pray for the climate of the kingdom and healing over the nations. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, that the anointing of your spirit would invade the nations, would invade the, the, the hospitals in the name of the Lord Jesus. Yes, Father, we declare these things by the Holy Spirit. We these things by the Holy Spirit. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And we pray, Father, for those that have loved, that have lost their loved ones, even in this process, process. Thank you, Father, that there is better than healing. There is better than health. There is eternal life that, that by which they can be comforted. And Father, we pray that you will comfort them with the comfort of heaven and let there be healing, healing in marriages, healing in families, healing in relationships, healing of all kinds. We minister right now the various giftings through the Spirit of God that administer healing of every kind, healing from the past, healing from trauma in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. By His stripes, not you are healed. By His stripes, not you will be healed rather. You were healed. By His stripes, you were healed. And now you are the healed of the Lord. Father, we thank you and we bless your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen and amen. I believe that's it. I don't think I have any more uh, prayer requests here. But, but by God's grace, I'm going to be getting this, um, this, this, the rest of this message over to you through podcast. And, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to create um, what I call faith confessions. Okay. Words that you speak over yourself. You know, you stay in health. Be careful. Don't speak negative words over your life be careful life and death are in the power of the tongue god bless you family have a great week go forth excel do great things prosper have a phenomenal week you are blessed in jesus mighty name thank you for listening to this message we pray that the word will bear maximum fruit in your life let us know how this message has impacted you. For more information about our ministry and events, visit our social media handle at Network Edification or send us an email on admin at networkedification.org. Network Edification, advancing the kingdom in all sphere of influence.